Welcome, campers. This is Bryce and Aaron, your camp hosts. And you're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast, conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. Welcome, campers. We're so glad you're here. Good morning. It's morning. It's still morning, right? A beautiful fall morning. Yeah. You see the leaves? Dude, I took a picture walking to the shop studio. Uh, recording day. And we'll have to, I, I always say we'll have to post it and then we never do. Well, I'd look back to see if we had any video of the fly swatting. Apparently I didn't take it. Oh. But I thought I did. Because we were going to post that for the listener. <laughs> I think you did take a video of the first fly swat. Yeah. But anyway, so we always say, we always take pictures, yeah. we always take video, got to post that. Yeah. Beautiful and day then today. Got to share it. It just gets one like from us in our phone. Which is totally. At the moment. <laughs> yeah. But incredible fall day. You took some video walking over here? It was a, a photo. I oh. didn't take video. But yeah, we can maybe, hopefully we can remember to put it in the story or something. Yeah. But yeah. Let's, just, let's maybe just put it in the folder right now and then it's there. We'll get distracted. That's what happens. <laughs> This is why we push record an hour after we get together. <laughs> it's been an hour and a half. Yeah, the correction. <laughs> it's been an hour and a half. Oh, man. Um, well, hey, listen. We've got listener, a real listener question. Real listener. Yeah. Now, I don't know that if this is fair to say, but this is a listener that we don't know personally. Mm-hmm. This is not your grandpa. No. Nope. Not your uncle. Not that I know of. I don't have an Uncle Dave. <laughs> Not somebody I know. Right. We This came through on our email, right? Yeah. And I saw the transcription, and I'm like, oh, that's got to be somebody messing with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's play the email or the voicemail now, and then we'll come back to it. Hi, Bryce. My name is Dave. I was listening to your podcast today. I really enjoyed the Leave No Trace 8th Principle. One question I have is you talked about cairns along a river. What about cairns out in the backcountry where there is no water? We saw those when we went to Cottonwood Canyon here a few weeks ago. And the other question I had is what about beaver dams? Do we take those down and remove them, or do we allow those in the environment to stay in place? I have problems with the beaver, and um, I'm not sure exactly my friend that works for ODFW says that we need to leave them, so that's what I'm doing. But again, nature has its own way of impacting the environment. Thank you. Yeah, so the transcription did not, didn't do so well. Google needs to work on it a little bit. What what part particularly? Um, I, I you sent me you sent me a, a screenshot of the transcribed message and as i glanced down i was i was um like i was stopped i wasn't driving moving at the you time you were pulled over was, at the side of the road i was at check. a i was at a, a road side road waiting to turn on and i glanced at it really quick to, mm. to read it and i read um i read, <laughs> where does it say uh one question i have is you suck on the river <laughs> it's like you went from- he thinks i'm a bad fisherman <laughs> You went from thinking, man, I'm pretty good on the river to like, maybe I do suck on the I, river. Because I had just completed a fairly successful day of fishing, actually. Ah. And and I I took I took a little uh, issue with that. However, listening to the actual 
message. I got the actual. I got what he. That said. was a good. That was a good question. I, he did mention a place. I'm not going to mention it, mm-hmm. but he mentioned a place that is m- one of my favorite state parks. Or well, he the newest it. state park. Well, the, the listener can listen back if they didn't catch it. Okay. Um, yeah. No geotag. Oregon's newest state park, Cottonwood Canyon. Now I mention it. You, see, this is why I say just go with it. So confusing. <laughs> do I do I do I mention it? Do I not mention it? Do I tag it? Basically, Dave's question. Um, he wants to know what do we do about cairns? Oh, cairns, um, not caves. That are that are not near a river. They're in the wilderness, right? Maybe they're in the mountains or the forested trails, whatever. Hmm. Not necessarily next to the river, because we had specifically said, you Talk know, about. don't disturb the rocks in the riverbed. Okay. We talked then, about them as trail markers. Exactly. Their purpose. We yes. talked about them in the river and why yep. one might consider not to build them. Yeah. But he's asking, what about not by the river? Mm-hmm. I saw them out here. And so I would say this. We have two two um, categories of our answer. And first is scientific, okay? Mm. And so, so first of all, Dave, um, thank you, because this is a great question. And um, the the first science reason that you would not, because my answer is no, you don't, don't build do cairns. Okay. Um, even though you might love it, don't do it. Um, for the erosion would be the first one. We, mm, so when right. we disturb the, the lay of the land, what we're doing is we're changing now how when snowmelt happens or rain or right. all that, because yeah. water will be present at some point. Mm. When you change that, you have now altered nature, especially in a wilderness setting. You definitely don't want to um, yeah. you know, disturb it. Cause that's kind of the rules of, of wilderness mm-hmm. is like, no, you leave it as it is. Yeah. Um, and so, cause if you, if you make a, you know, if, let's say you move a big size rock to be the base of your cairn or whatever, now you've created a pool or whatever mm-hmm. rock water will start to erode away. And then now you have a runoff in the, you know, hillside that you would not have had normally. Yeah. So that's our impact on the environment. Okay. Um, second would be, um, even though it's not next to a stream, it still has delicate plant life and animal life that rely on mm-hmm. that being mm-hmm. in the place mm-hmm. that it is. So lizards, bugs, mice, those kinds of different small rodents, small animals that live in and amongst the rocks and maybe under them, uh, we got to keep those in place because that's their natural habitat. And then, you know, moss and lichens and different things wow. uh, are going to be growing. And that's, they all have a purpose. In the scientific nature world, that we we don't we want to minimize our impact on that. So that's a incredible, Bryce. This has been science with Bryce. There you go. Ding ding, your ad here. <laughs> but what I a couple of things I really appreciate this is I appreciate Dave. He says, you know, I went to ODFW. Mm-hmm. Like I went and asked about. Right. They talked about the beaver. Beaver dance. Right. We're going to get right. to the beaver. Yeah. Most people don't. That's why I think it was important to address the science behind this because, like, right. he's looking for science. He's looking for information. Yeah. He went to Fish and Wildlife to ask about the beavers. Right. Right. Most people don't do that. Most people go where with their questions these days? To Google, Facebook, or, or Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> right. Okay. Like I'm going to get my sure. facts from Facebook. But yeah. Dave was reaching out. It takes a lot of work. You got to yeah. go and check. You got to probably leave some voicemails. Send some emails. You go in, they're closed, mm-hmm. but he's committed. So yeah. that was good to answer that with science. I think there's also the ethical sort of my posture on this mm-hmm. is the nature graffiti. And essentially you're adversely affecting the experience of others mm-hmm. um, when you do that. And I think they have their purpose. Right. But just like you wouldn't carve out your name in a tree or you wouldn't right. carve out some 
your name in some rocks in a cave, right? You just right. kind of just leave nature as it is. Yeah. It's really the best way to go about well, it. Well, and I would say that, because um, I don't remember if we talked about this when last week when we were talking about it, but um, if it's private property and it's your private property, it's a different situation, right? Because we are now claiming that land. Mm. We're, we're working it in a certain way or we're using it for a certain purpose and that's okay. And it's not wilderness to, you mm. know, you can't own the wilderness, right? And so, are you talking about the Cairns or are you talking about the beaver dams? Both. Because it's, so, it's, it's private property. But I think when you are talking about streams and sure. water bodies, sure. like it's, it's God's stream. Well, yeah. It's God's How, water. However. It's public, publicly owned it's and accessible. I'm just thinking of, of if you have acreage and you oh, have yeah. a hillside and and you want to build a cairn on a hillside, Go whatever. For it. You know Do what it. I mean? Like it's yeah. not it's you're <clears throat> you're not going to be there's not going to be heavy traffic on it. Yeah, you know that now will be will create its own little micro organ or or uh, little Ecosystem, habitat yeah. or whatever right there because you won't get disturbed and stuff. Which okay, fine. It's your own private property, um, and so specifically a beaver dam. So this is where the the question of beaver dams really um, in again in the woods in wilderness no we leave those in place so do they damage um, nature because I think that's what he says like they certainly have oh, can it have impacts and changes yes right yeah. and that's where I would say I think that's the 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 view of nature that we need to kind of hold is that nature is its own force its mm. own entity right and so what we decide oh hey. This beaver dam ruined this meadow that we used that used to be, you know, grassy, and now it's like Flooded. this boggy marsh mm-hmm. because of this beaver. That's what nature does, though. And so, mm-hmm. thing the animals around that are constantly adapting to the to the new set of circumstances because the same could be could be uh, true of a forest fire, where now because mm-hmm. of um, you know deadfall, you know, there's a there's a a backed up stream or whatever mm-hmm. and it changed and that's just how nature um happens and, do- and how it works and then but you'll see how quickly nature can correct itself and what we initially thought is a tragedy is now this new cool thing i love the way that you're approaching this because nature nature is perfect and it will adapt and right. it will evolve the real problem is us stinking people again. Yeah. As with everything. We're the ones. We're the problem. Yeah. When we try, even when we have the, our best intentions mm-hmm. uh, in effect, like trying in mm-hmm. effort, mm-hmm. we screw it up. Right. Right. Like we try and do well, but it, we're never as good as the nature right. and the original intent design right. of the thing. We can try, but there's always going to be these unforeseen circumstances and considerations that we don't fully understand or we realize later. Yeah. But I think that's why this episode we did last time was a really good one was because we were not saying do this, do that, you know, whatever. We're just trying to encourage a broader consideration Mm -hmm. for the ways that we engage, purchase, uh, affect the environment. Um, so that was fun. That was cool to get a question from listener Dave. And yeah. listener Dave, call us back. Maybe yeah. leave your address yeah. if you if uh, we will shoot you a sticker or something. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. That's really cool that you uh, that you left us a message. I got one more listener comment. What's yours? It was from uh, our buddy Michael, mm-hmm. and I didn't remember saying this, <laughs> but he laughed when I last week I said, "quote He sent me this text message." "quote I'm going to wake up looking for conflict tomorrow." <laughs> 
which is apparently something I said. Yeah, I don't remember that. Not really something I ever truly feel. <laughs> right, yeah, which is pretty hilarious. Oh, wait, yeah. I'm looking for content. So it's funny. False. Uh, if we say something, you know, <laughs> you got a question about something, We'll talk about it at the end. You know, you can hit us up wherever on all the spots and the places. Yeah. But uh, we enjoy getting that feedback from you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. Hey, I saw my first Christmas commercial. And and it was... Was it a U-Ban coffee Christmas tree commercial? I can't even remember what it was. (laughs) I... (laughs) And and um and I remember thinking I should write this down so I remember uh, exactly what it is. But it really doesn't matter yeah. what it was. But it was clearly it was like it's starting. And it was on on um October twenty fifth. Oh well you noted the date. I did. I wrote it down. Wow. And I'm just going, Really? We haven't even gotten through Halloween. Yeah. And now we've already just swept Thanksgiving to the side. See, I I don't agree with that. <laughs> you don't? I want to bring back Thanksgiving. Oh, I, no, I don't think I totally, it gets any street cred. You know, I, no, I'm with you. I mean, because your camp. it's it's not about the stuff. It's just about some food and some thankfulness, and that don't that don't sell well. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's yeah, yeah. But when do I get the presents? But you saw a Christmas commercial. Apparently, you don't watch a lot of Hallmark Channel because it's been Christmas for mm-hmm. weeks now. Yeah. Well, and again, just because that was my first commercial, right, doesn't mean. That they didn't start yeah. a month ago. People were telling me but. you go to Costco. It's already Christmas. I Seriously? Seen See, I don't, I'm not a member of Costco. Yeah, I don't know. Or or anywhere, right? Target, hmm. Big Lots. Is it really grocery outlet? Maybe well, gro- grocery okay. outlet. But you saw you <laughs> saw something there. I saw that Deschutes Jubal Ale is out. Oh, their they're seasonal all... uh, holiday ale. Nice. So I thought that was pretty early. I, maybe it always comes out this time of year, but or that by now. But um, usually I start seeing it around Thanksgiving. But yeah, it's out. It's out. We'll have to get some of that and try it on the show. That'd That's be always good. a good one. Yeah. Um, what else is going? I on? got a couple real fast things. I'm going to go through them real fast. I'm trying to not take rabble, rabbit trails. So mm. I got a new tattoo yesterday. So cool. So I'm you pretty did. stoked about that. I got a, a, a design I've been wanting to get from an artist that I've been watching and wanting to have some work done by for a while. But it's yeah. it's kind of a landscape scene with the big old fish and an underwater perspective. And so this is on your ankle, right? It's on. It's actually um. You know where Mike Tyson has his yeah tattoo? On it's that spot for me. Oh, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, it's right there. Do oh, you see it? I see it now. I see it. It's just like a micro tattoo. I wondered why you were sitting to the side I'm where I could turned. only see one side yeah, of your face. I'm just turned. This yeah. is how I'm going to sit in meetings. Now <laughs> they're like, you're looking a little. To the side here on Zoom. No. No, I'm fine. I can see you just fine. <laughs> Face tap. Committed. So that was fun. But the interesting thing about it, so I sat for like, actually sat for like eight hours. Gosh. Um, which I I have some tattoos, and so that's not a big deal with the yeah. tattoo itself. The thing, I don't know if I told you this, the thing that I didn't realize that I needed to do some preparation for. Yeah was how bad my butt was going to hurt from sitting on a chair for eight hours. Because we didn't it? take hardly any breaks, just a couple of minutes here and there. Yeah. We ate some smoked salmon and uh, hmm. went to the restroom. But I had to keep getting up toward the end. Like, you try sitting and not moving right. for eight hours, your bum. It was like my bum and my hips and my <laughs> all of it. How weird. So, Is it a comfy chair? Well, it's like a massage table. Oh, okay. It's padded and it has, like, options to move the pieces in sure. different spots so you can work in different ways. Yeah. 
So like I got up and I'd move around and I'd be okay for a little bit, but just sitting still, mm-hmm. I don't think that I've ever realized how much I'm sh- shifting, mm-hmm. which keeps things moving. Right. But like if you try and sit absolutely still for yeah. a long period of time, it was starting to hurt. So huh. sat for a long time. Two other things from your previous conversations that I thought about. Hold on. I have two real quick. Oh, are you yeah. going to share this tattoo with everyone? Uh, oh, in a while after okay. it heals up. So I'll once it's it done, we'll post yeah, it up. So a okay. couple right. week, couple right. weeks, a month or so. All right, we'll post it up. Um, two other things from your thoughts on Dave's call. Mm-hmm. My favorite insect is a ladybug, and I would hate to disturb the ladybugs. I love <laughs> ladybugs, and I just you're talking about insects. Shout out seeing, to the ladybugs. I'm seeing all these ladybugs <laughs> running around under the. I know that's not what we're talking about, but ladybugs because I like ladybugs. You get a garden, and I go to the store. One of my favorite times is you get that box of ladybugs. And you put them <laughs> Let them go. Love ladybugs. <laughs> and my friend has a beaver hat. Beaver. Oh, a old school like, the like from Crockett. the 1800s. Oh wow, beaver pelt, pelt yeah. hat. Mm-hmm. It is the softest thing. It's crazy. Wow. Because the ones that you buy at the resort, the store, the the shop, like the little trinket shop yeah. at the park, is is not actual beaver pelt. Yeah, this is his family goes back generations here, like fifth generation business in Oregon City, and so huh. they huh. come across these things as people move or whatever. People pass away, and they it was sitting there, and I was like, wow. I mean, this thing is Dude, so cool. fancy, probably worn by all the famous pioneers, you know, or wow. at least his relatives. But I touched it. They were like, touch it. It's, oh, so soft. Hmm. I mean, it would be like, I don't know what this would cost, but probably if you took it to like, I, I think this is something that you take to like the Antiques Roadshow. And yeah. Like, this they was in Grandpa's it. closet and somebody wore it in 1857. Right. And it's like, wow. That's awesome. Super cool. So huh. when you're talking about beavers, I was thinking about hats. <laughs> so You're like, well, Dave, maybe take one of those beavers, you know, and then make a hat out of it. Yeah, maybe. So, can you trap beaver? Nowadays? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're and back. I'm not, and I'm not against that. I didn't qualify that part. I, I think that's fine to manage the population. Yeah. Um. So, if that's allowed, if it's allowed, yeah, and do it in the right way and everything. It's yeah. fine. Well, it is breakfast. I mean, it is morning. You mm-hmm. want to have some camp breakfast? I do. Let's do it. We're in the camp kitchen. Yeah. Camp kitchen. And we have breakfast. Breakfast. Now, I love the... Okay, so we've got Mountain House. Um, yeah. And, and it's granola with milk and blueberries. Yeah. So this is great. What do you notice when you look at this packaging? Uh, this guy's an influencer. This is uh, how you became an ambassador before there was social media. Yeah. Does this look this packaging look modern to you? Does I mean, it look like it. This has maybe been around a minute. It's, it's been a, it's been a bit. Okay. Well, this is a Mountain House granola with milk and blueberries. Is this expired? Oh well, these don't expire. They're good for like twenty five years. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I got this at a garage sale. A guy had a box of these. Yeah. And the only way he would let me buy. Yeah. The only way he'd let me buy the granola. Yeah. Was if I took all of the other ones. <laughs> so what? I have like peas so you clearly need to get and up. corn. Oh, what? And so oh, I got to have a ton of these. This, this this granola with the milk and blueberries is good. I haven't tried the other ones yet. But I'm going to open mine. I haven't opened it yet. Okay. Oh, while I do that. So there's some instructions on here. You got that fired up and going? Okay. So there's this says add cold water. But you decided to go hot with yeah. your oatmeal. Yeah, I, I totally disagree with the instructions. 
I guess it's granola. It's not oatmeal. Yeah, granola. Granola. But so, I'm going to turn granola into oatmeal. Oatmeal. Is that the only difference? One's hot and one's cold? I don't know. So I would never buy this. Oh. Never buy this. Okay. Because this is probably, you know, it's not a full meal. It's just part of a meal, but it's probably still like four or five bucks. Right. And the way that I tend to do my oatmeal when I'm backpacking or camping is I just buy like the six pack of Quaker oatmeal. Right. Right. They're already packaged down small. They can yep. go into a bowl and I can add some water. You get eight of them for two bucks. Instead of this, you get one yeah. for four bucks. Well, and I, dude, the, the packaging is, is, is a, it just makes garbage. It's a foil pouch yeah. packet thing. The um, granola, or I mean, the oatmeal packages are paper. paper. So you, if you have, kind of if you're able to paper, have but yeah. pipe uh, fires, then you can just burn it. Yeah. And it's tiny. So I'm with you on that. But this one. is good. One of the things that I do, this kind of already has the flavoring. You're you're boiling, I can tell. That is so fast. So fast. Jet boil. Not sponsored. Sponsored, not sponsored. <clears throat> um, okay. So this is granola. This is pretty good. I haven't tasted it yet this time. I really like the flavor. It's got a creaminess and also a sweetness. It does have a lot of sugar, yeah. 31 grams. But, but one it of doesn't things, matter if it's if it's camp food. Doesn't and matter. And you're hiking it off, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, one of the things I like to do when I just have the regular granola is I will put in uh, peanut butter in there. So I'll get oh. like a maple maple syrup granola oatmeal. Yeah. I'm never going to get these two words straight again. Oatmeal. And I will then add a little peanut butter. Sure. Good hearty breakfast. Yeah. Are you worried that I'm going to spill? Well, you had a lot going on there for a second. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm worried. Hmm. Looked like you were. <laughs> when you what about computer this computer up? up in the air tells you that I'm worried? <laughs> um, mm. All right, so I'm doing this. Yeah. S- stirring that it up. good. So I got these in Groucho. I don't know when they're from. It, here's the number that's printed on there. 99201. I know, that's what I was looking at. 99201. Yeah. Clearly old. Yeah. Unsweetened coconut and sesame seeds. Dude, I'm down. Natural vanilla. This is going to be good. It is really good. Mine. Do you think it's, like, do you like it cold? Is it, does it feel like it's supposed to be that way? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, It tastes fine. Really? Yeah, it's so bizarre. Okay, so. I think it's like granola, not oatmeal. So we might have a Mm. taste off here. Dude, isn't that good? Yeah, but I'm. I gotta say, the warm water might be it. Uh oh. Because you know, I got it all over me. You know when you're. Oh yeah, you did. A little spill down the shelf you got there. A napkin? No, <laughs> I don't have a napkin. Yeah, I got some all over me. But one other thing, have you ever noticed my color palette? Of clothes? Of clothes. Yeah. A very, it, it all matches. I would say it's more of a value palette. Any, I can, there's not I can, a lot of color I can in wear it. any clothes I want as long as they're a shade of black. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like buying a, a, what was that, a Model T. You can have any color you yeah. want as long, long as it's black. black. Because the best thing about it is you spill some granola down your shirt. Mm-hmm. You don't have that's, to change your shirt. That's purple from the blueberries? Yeah, you don't have to change your shirt. Yeah. 
That's when I. That's why when I go camping, I'm just wearing the same clothes for three days. You, your life, your uh, wardrobe is grayscale. Mm. <laughs> that's what, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's purely convenience <laughs> because then you can wear. I don't tend to smell, so I can just wear clothes that are dirty for days on end. Have you have you taken a survey of your friends of that like close one close family members? Uh, just it's a one person survey, the only one that matters. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm good. You're the only vote that counts. No, it's chorus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chorus. Do I smell? Yeah. That's awesome. So um what I was gonna say about this, the reason I think that warm water is a great idea mm-hmm. is on those mornings, <clears throat> maybe you're a, a day or two into your trip, you're kinda sore, mm-hmm. it's a little colder than you want it to be. You know, you're seeing your breath. Yeah. You're just like, you you got to chill, and it's a nice warm, it warms up your belly, mm-hmm. and it's nice to hold on to, and it tastes delicious. So. I feel like this is almost like dessert. Yeah. I do, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it that sweet? It's good. Mm-hmm. Are you drinking anything over there, Camp Kitchen? I have my trusty cup of joe. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's a nice mug. Mm-hmm. BCP camp mug. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I don't know what kind of coffee it is. I think you it's an Ethiopian. It's three stones. Oh, okay. Well, I said no to coffee earlier, and then I decided to have a cold brew. Yeah. Groundwork cold brew. So I went cold, you went hot. We're... Yeah, see? Huh. huh. I would give this, so I'm going to give this four hammocks. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, four hammock is a solid, because it's not five. Because it's still granola, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, mm. but yeah, it, it, the the berries aren't fresh. It's probably, yeah. Other, uh, yeah. Basically, the only thing that would make it better are fresh blueberries, actual milk instead of powdered, reconstituted milk or whatever. Yeah. But granola is granola, right? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's tasty. So, and I like the the coconut and the there's seeds in it a mm-hmm. little bit. It's good. Yeah. So. Yeah, this old Love expired it. granola I got at a garage sale. <laughs> Four hammocks. That's good. Mm, awesome. Right. Dude, that was some good dessert granola. Yeah, it was awesome. Dessert breakfast. And I and I only think, I mean, there, it was, what do you say, 30 grams of sugar? Yeah. So that's pretty much a lot. Okay, never lot. mind. I was going to say it's not too much. but I mean, it's better than a candy bar. Barely. <laughs> Better than a bowl of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Sorta. Yeah. So today is a beautiful fall day outside. Yeah. Right? The listener might hear some blowing, leaf blowing, mm-hmm. because it's one of those rare days where you yeah. can actually blow the leaves. Yeah. Um, you got to take advantage of those. Yeah. When And that would be Amy oh, participating okay. in her favorite fall chore. It's like her zen place. Yeah, she loves it. Oh. Core is the same way. It's just like you can see the progress. Mm-hmm. Just that sweep, the mm-hmm. clean sweep of the lawn. You get the little yep. wave yep. going. Um, but not all days at this time of year are like that. No. We'd like to get outside. But sometimes there are those days where it's just, I said it last week and I'll say it this week, just pissing out. <laughs> like two weeks in a row. Another curse, <clears throat> but just pouring down rain. It's not even the rain that's really bad. It's mm-hmm. like when it's coming down in sheets with the wind, mm-hmm. 
and it's dark, and you're like, "What time is it?" And it's like two thirty, and you're like, "What? what is, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'll be inside." Mm-hmm. So I asked, I proposed a topic for us here, where it's like, let's talk about indoorsy, outdoorsy things. Indoorsy, outdoorsy, indoorsy, outdoorsy things. Right. And not all of mine are going to be specifically outdoorsy, but what to do on those days when you want to be outside or to plan or prepare for going outside mm-hmm. or to regroup from your last outside thing. Exactly. You know, because we always got something we can pick up or clean up or pack up or tidy up. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I got a list. You got a list. How do you want to do this, Bryce? Um, maybe I'll start. Are you typing? Yeah. I'm putting my list from my head to my paper. Oh, got you. Yeah. Um, uh, so, okay. One of the things for me that, um, I find myself going to, um, during those wet, cold, dark months, um, is the daydreaming escape that is necessary to get you through those months. Right. And, and it might be because of work, but we're going to say that's, you know, the context of this conversation is like, it's just nasty weather. Um, and you're not able to go and, and do what you want to go do. So I would say that's a perfect time when I would start to plan possible trips through the spring, summer, and fall. Okay. Yeah. And, and so it's those times where you're like, okay, you know, you look at your calendar, you figure out, you, you may have like regular things that you do each year, which I do. I have a a few that I Mm -hmm. annually do, but then you're always adding or changing or subtracting trips, you know, based on whatever else, right? Wanting to do something, invites with friends or inviting folks that you're trying to get together with, whatever. So, Or a place you've heard of or a place you've seen or read about. Mm -hmm. Right. So so it's the perfect time where you can hunker down, you do your research, you start, uh, maybe you're watching YouTube videos on this or that. Um, So that's, I just, I, I think... Trip planning is definitely an indoorsy, outdoorsy mm. thing that I like to do. Okay. Well, that is good. I do it a little bit differently, but I have that on my li- list as well. Plan trips. Mm-hmm. I have look at paper maps because that's one of my favorite things, like just right. unfold out a paper map. Right. Not looking at trip reports. So I'm looking mm-hmm. at paper maps. And then I'm also kind of sometimes looking at making computer maps for my GPS. Like mm-hmm. I'll create a route and a waypoint and then I'll plug it in so if I'm somewhere in an area and I want to go check it out or a hike or a lake or something, it's already in there. Mm-hmm. I got the beta I need. Um, but additionally, one thing I do throughout the year as I'm thinking of places, seeing places, I use a, doesn't matter, it's a, it's a program, right? Let's program. You can mm-hmm. use Notepad, you, whatever you use. Mm-hmm. Notes. Wherever you keep your information, right, and wherever you bookmark stuff, mm-hmm. I just have a list of, uh, what do I call it, uh, future camping spots. So if I, you know, mm-hmm. it's got a couple of lakes yeah. on here. It's got a couple of like places that I, if I said the name of it, I wouldn't know where it was, but yep. I have some notes in there or a link or something that, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, we're talking about where we're going to go. What are we going to do? I can mm-hmm. go back and reference that and say like, okay, do any of these fit within the parameters for this activity? Cause this is somewhere right. I've already done the work. It's already piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. So then I can do that, but I'd like to keep that and catalog it and just set it aside there so when I, it's time to plan an activity. So i got some cool places on here that I haven't thought about since I opened this list up again, hmm. which is kind of cool. So we're planning yeah. throughout the year. It's also kind of like the same reason why 
when I'm out somewhere, I'm constantly driving through a campground that I'm not camping at just to be like, oh, give me the information. Because some are just duds, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like we drove by down, we were on a coast trip this spring, road trip, rotor. Drove through this one that it was like, is this a Walmart parking lot? Like what's going on here? It had, I think it had something like through like O loops. Oh, wow. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, L, K, L, N, O, O. What? That number of loops. And then each of those loops were big and had probably 20, 25 spots Jeez. in them. It's like a city. But just one of those mate. So like, okay, drove through, was like, yeah, never going to go there. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. my vibe. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're doing that. And if I see one that's cool, I'll write it down. Did that up at the mountain. Last time we found a couple of these like cabin yeah. things, minimal cabins that mm-hmm. are right next to campsites which are right on the lake mm-hmm. in kind of a private area. So it's like, okay, I probably wouldn't go here in the way that I've just gone to a regular camping tent spot right. before. Right. But there is some cool opportunity mm-hmm. to do with people, you know, folks or people that don't tent camp or camper camp, you know, camp and camp. be private and yep. have access to the water. So Yeah, I like it. I'll do that. So we're reviewing and planning. Yep. Okay. You want me to go next? Sure. Um. I like how kind of how you tie flies. Mm-hmm. I like tying up my steelhead gear. Mm-hmm. I'm making yarnies. Yeah, love making yarnies. Pull out some straws. Yep. pulling it through, tying it off, watching YouTube. So I'm, I'm doing that. I'm getting in. I'm doing something with my hands. Mm-hmm. I'm focused. I'm in the moment. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. And then you know beyond that, I'm kind of like a gear refresh. Like okay, well I'm tying some yarnies, but then. How am I doing on weights? How am I doing yeah. on swivels? All that sort of. Am I stocked up? I was, uh, I was talking with somebody yesterday, the tattoo artist yesterday, about mm-hmm. how, like, where I get some of my fishing gear. And right. since this year, I haven't fished like at all. Right, like I yeah. fished 15 minutes since May. <laughs> but I bu- I'm constantly buying, you know, the lures and the things when I see them in store. I'm mm-hmm. not going in like, oh, what do I need right now? But I'm looking for specific things. Mm-hmm. And then they go in bins, then they go away. Right. And then I kind of think, oh, I have everything I need. But then next season comes, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, well, I go, oh, yeah. I always need these, always need these. So I, it kind of helps me uh, <clears throat> assess sort of my inventory right. of where I am with everything. So that's fun. But that can, for me, that can that can spill out all over the house and tubs and bins and containers everywhere real fast. Right. Well, and that, I, I have that exact thing on my list too is kind of I put it in the category of organizing gear go through going through it um, sometimes it's cleaning your gear if it's been just kind of not cleaned because again mm-hmm. uh, like with fly lines and stuff like that they do need to be cleaned probably multiple times throughout the season but does it happen every time no it doesn't and so cleaning your floating line cleaning your sinking line um, mm-hmm. that helps it do its job the right way and it helps give it longer life um, but for my other like spinning gear as well, it's like going through that same thing. Inventory, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, do I have these things? And I'm always in this like unorganized attempt to organize. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. always in process. Always. You're never not started, but you're never finished. Yep. And I never have a settled system for it. Are we talking about life? Pretty much. Like always. We're on our way. We're never done. My my fishing gear is oh, a very good gear. picture of my life. 
Okay. <laughs> it's like, look, I got a lot of stuff. I love it. I take care of it. I enjoy it. And it's messy. It's messy. It's <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Can't find it when I need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I usually can find my stuff, but it's it's almost never in the shape that I want it to be in. It's mm. almost never organized the way I would like it to be. Because for me, organization falls far down the chart of priorities. And like enjoying the activity and fun and getting out there and doing the thing is mm. way, I would, I'll, if it's like messy, I'll just take it all with me and go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just look, let's go. Throw it in. Let's go. You might, I, you I might need no it. no peace in that. Yeah. No peace. Yeah. So it's like, we'll, we'll get out there and we'll be on the water and it's like, I don't know, I'm rifling through my stuff. Here it is. Okay. Oh, you found it. Yeah. That's good. Sometimes you don't find it. Sometimes like, well, you don't have plan it. plan B. <laughs> so... Well, if you don't have it, isn't the trip ruined? <laughs> no. You just adapt. And you go, adapt. Whoa, adapt and conquer. Flexible. Yeah. So oh. good. Okay. Um, so yeah, and um, now my next one on the is that are you done? Yeah, go one? for it. My next one go. is not very outdoorsy. However, <clears throat> it allows me then to be outdoorsy later, and that would be house projects. So, oh, so, okay. and if Amy listens to this, she's going to be really, when do you do these? <laughs> <laughs> to which I would say touche. Um, yeah. but you know, you have projects that if you own a house or even renting a house, there's just stuff about maintaining a house that you got to do, or this needs Sweep to be the patio, uh, more than that stuff. Like replace the roof. Less than that stuff. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle Somewhere of that. Somewhere in the middle okay. of that. Okay, good. Yeah. You know, it's like hang this shelf or change this piece of the bathroom or whatever it oh, might be. Yeah. Or like like our ongoing conversation is when will the shop slash studio be finished and organized and done? And we have a plan and that we've you, been working on. It just hasn't been carried out. Do you ever say it's like my life? I know always that, in process. I know that that won't work with my wife. <laughs> well, I've noticed that some stuff gets shuffled around in here mm-hmm. every now and again. Yeah, yeah, and that's. I think the hard part is is slowing down to the point where it's like, no, we're not doing anything else except for this, and and we we rarely do that. We let we rarely mm. slow down enough yeah. to like go, hey, only, we're only doing this this weekend, like we did with wood. Hey guys, don't make plans. We're chopping wood. We're stacking wood. We're getting prepared for summer or yeah. for uh, winter, and we need to do the same thing with the shop. And and I think you know maybe one weekend or two we could get it pretty much done. But yeah, life happens. Well, there's there's the full on project. Yeah, but then there's also some like you could probably make a pretty good impact. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of you in a couple hours. Yeah. Well, here's what my it's it, it's very overwhelming to me because it has to get messy before it gets better, mm. right? It's and all got to come out. It's all got to come out, and that overwhelms me. And then I don't know what to do because now it's even worse, and you can't even walk around. Like right now, it's pretty messy in here, but <clears throat> but it's also like sort of put in categories. Um, but when you start cleaning things out and throwing things away, you literally have piles of stuff, you know, and you got to gotta bring in a dumpster or whatever your solution is for the trash. Yeah. 
and and get that all out and then i'm like that whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, why would we throw that away what if we need it someday and it's also not all just your final end all be all decision on mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff it's yeah. all family it's all a compromise stuff. it's came yeah kid stuff you yep. know it's yep it's you think this could go but somebody might really want to keep it yeah so you got to figure that out which doesn't allow for a quick unpacking and then repacking yeah exactly well and and like you know, I have a thought for like what the workbench will be, and then Amy will also have a thought for it, and then and then I'm like, well, no, 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 this is this not what it's for, and she's uh, like, well, that's what I think it might could be for, mm. no, 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 that's what this is for, and so then it's like mm. just an argument of like, well, how are we gonna, we're are we redesigning this whole thing? So here's how maybe you could get that going. You could just say, today I'm waking up looking for conflict. <laughs> Let's clean the shop out. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but that's uh, that's kind of it, it's hard for me to um, get rid of things, and I'm not a hoarder by any chance, by any means, because I actually do like once I force myself to go through a purge. Yeah. I actually like it, but it's it's a painful process. Mm. So, but anyway, that's just I, one category. One. Yeah. One, so you got big chore. projects. You got little projects. Mm-hmm. You ever think about that in terms of like your homestead, right? Or your work life? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we often have these things that are little things that we could check off fast mm-hmm. that might not be that important, but right. we can feel like we get a lot done. Right. Or we can, for me at least, I can sometimes sit on the one that is big and important mm-hmm. because I have so many other little things that I can quickly get rid of those. Mm-hmm. And then I never get around to the one that's the big and important one where yeah. I sense that many times. When I do force myself to tackle the big project or the priority or yep. not procrastinate, yep. I feel so much relief. I feel so much better. And then I tick off those other things real fast. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel completed in my tasks. Whereas I can get so caught up procrastinating by doing anything other than the thing that is big and overwhelming and daunting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. What else you got? Um, I like to check my fuel statuses and label my canisters. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm like, oh, look, it's, no, because it's nine-tenths empty. Here's the deal. <laughs> or right? nine-tenths you, full. You cooked over there on a jet boil, yeah. right? Yeah. There's two ways that you can go about getting a fuel canister for that. Okay. You can just reach in the fuel tub and grab one. hmm Or you can start systematically emptying the ones that are already closer to being empty. Oh, Those I are the see. ones you need to start with, right? Whether the, they're the little iso, isobutane, is that what those are? Uh, yeah. Isopropylene yeah. or something, maybe? Yep. Isobutane propane fuel. Iso... Fuel mix. Buto pro. But yeah, so like yeah. it kind of, like I can have a tendency to have a, a whole lot of those because I'll buy them throughout the year when I find them on sale as opposed to yeah. buying them when I need them. But then you never use those fully up. You know, those will go a long time. So I grab one because sometimes on a trip, you might need to take a full one. Right. There's another time where you're good with, it doesn't matter, I'm here, I'm close by, I can carry, I can start with one and run out and that's fine. Yeah. So I kind of go through them, weigh them in my hands, label them, and then like use first. So that way when I go to grab one, I'm purging my quantity. One thing I like about the jet boil though is that it's intended to keep the canister in the pot when you use the small canisters yeah yeah and so everything just goes together and then when you know that's out you have your backup with you 
when you use the small canisters. Yeah, well, I care. I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> You're right. The design of that is perfect because it all collapses and like a what are those see, nesting Russian doll things? The small canisters again. You could I could. This is a whole psychology thing. You don't need the big canister. When you live in a scarcity mindset, you do. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> don't, don't, don't psychologicalize on me. Like, why do you have to? Oh, why do you have to hedge your bets there? You know. Oh. Just bring two. <laughs> I'm. I can be aware of these things. Doesn't mean I can always change my behaviors. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh man. that's why. That. Yeah. And then you don't have to have a system to organize. Yeah, the but if you didn't bin. have a system. And you didn't have a thought process. Like, what would you spend all your time thinking about and doing <laughs> other than just be present in the moment? Weird, right? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You mean you actually just lay down in the ha- hammock and grab a magazine and just not have other actually stuff read it. at you to think <laughs> about? Oh, because so then what would you put on your list? Ah, man. What would you have to do? What would you do if you didn't have anything to do? There's never nothing to do. <laughs> Here's a sentiment I often feel that I have, I hear people say, or I pine for, mm-hmm. you know, there was a time in my life where I can remember being like, ah, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Or you might hear younger generations, yeah. right? Or yeah, I'm people, bored. I'm bored. Yeah. It's like, oh man, what I wouldn't give to be bored. Yeah. yeah. I don't. There ain't enough hours in the day to be bored. Well, I always got, you know, it's there's something again, it's big yeah. or it's something small. There's always something to putz around and do. Yep. I'm rarely, rarely bored. Uh, and, and usually when I go, ah, I'm just bored. It's I'm frustrated. You're, you're avoiding what you need to yeah. do when you want to be doing something else. Exactly. I'm <laughs> frustrated with what I need to do or what is available to do. Uh. And, and what I really want is to do different things. Mm. And so, but then we'll say, ah, I'm bored, you know? So boring. Yeah, it's boring. Wish I was. Stuff. Yeah. Wish I was fishing. Wish I was hiking. Wish I was camping. Wish I was da 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 you know? But anyway. Okay, what you got next? Um, well, you touched on it a little bit, but fly tying. And so um, this is definitely one of those things that in the last few years, <clears throat> um, I've kind of returned to tying flies. And... Um, in theory, you would use the winner to stock your fly boxes again. Hmm. In theory. I'm still getting there. I'm you in ever, the process. You ever been, I, well, I guess we'll say trout fishing, but it could be steelhead or salmon, but you ever sure. been trout fishing on a small stream in the winter when there's just snow everywhere? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty Do you rad. have any pictures? Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. Just one? You, you, yeah, one picture in my head. <laughs> yeah, usually those are days where it's too cold to bring, you know, it's like I'm not going to mm. ungear so that I can get a picture. Yeah. I'm just going to do this because you're kind of in survival mode. We potentially, we're going to be over uh, Crooked River area, Smith Rock area in a few weeks, in a yeah. couple weeks, and we could end up with snow. I think we're going to take our fishing gear yeah. stuff and get out on the river with some friends for a part of it. If we can find somebody to watch our dog or the dog's getting good. He's He's, getting, he might be better to be like, yeah, sit, stay on the bank. And yeah. Cause we've been in school. Oh, that's right. He's been in dog school. Yeah. I like it. So hopefully I'll get a a snowy day on the water. Um, Um, so yeah, I mean, anyway, I, I do, uh, one of my favorite 
fishing authors is um, John Gierak. And uh, recently I bought a tape copy of his book, Trout Bum. You can't find it. What do you anywhere. mean tape? Uh, <laughs> it's an audio version. Audio tape. Cassette book, tape. A book on tape? Mm-hmm. But an actual book on tape. Not like to be just push tape. a button and it's automatically on your phone. Not like that. Yep, exactly. So I bought it through eBay and um, dug out the tape, you know, the tape player. Yeah, you and have to stick a pencil in there. And all yeah, that. and just like <laughs> spin it. Yeah, yeah. I, I there was I remember talking with somebody and it was like, uh, you know, showing a cassette tape and a pencil, and the illustration was, what's sad to to people who know is that many of you in the room right now don't know the mm. correlation between these two yeah. things <laughs> yeah those are always fun I, maybe I'll, I, there was a show topic the other day that i was thinking about that never really got fully processed but it was along those lines of mm-hmm. something about the kids these days mm-hmm. and i was like oh there's something here you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and that's an example of that would be it. one yeah but that anyway john <clears throat> um in this book has a, a section where he's talking about tying flies and he's, and he's this, it, it's a, it's basically a collection of short stories. And so, um, but he's talking about the winter time, you know, fly tying and it's so romantic. Like it is such a, just like it's, I really admire people who can slow down to that point mm-hmm. to just like, I'm going to tie two dozen of the same small fly mm. in an evening as I listen to music, TV, whatever it is, conversation, mm. drink a cup of coffee or whatever you got, and and that's my evening. I, I want to what? do that. That's your evening? I want to do that, but I don't, mm. right? I, I always am like, I'll sit down and I'll be like, okay, what am I going to tie? <laughs> and I tie oh. one fly, and then I'm like, Okay, well, what if I tied a different fly? Oh. And then I end up looking around. I don't really have all the stuff for that. I don't really have the stuff for that. Well, I kind of have some stuff. So I spend most of my time looking for supplies that I have. What are some common uh, things that you need for time flies? Because here's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking maybe you need to get Mm -hmm. like a peacock in your yard. Oh. No, like a peacock. So I you can have all the right. stuff. R- right. What else? Yeah. Or maybe like an elk. Elk. Okay. A, a deer. A deer. Um, a pheasant. Pheasant. Some roosters with long roosters. feathers. Yeah, you had some. Need some. Of <laughs> <laughs> and I have their feathers now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, you need some um, some bead animals, whatever those are. Metal bead. metal bead animals. Oh, yeah, like the inchworm. <laughs> yeah. That as it moves across the yard, it just leaves the bead. <laughs> yeah. As it goes. Okay. Let's see here. What else do you need? Um, fur. Rabbits. Fur. Rabbits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. You're pretty partially. You're partially there. I'm sort of close. Yeah. But if um, you could just supplement the farm with a few more things. Yeah. And then what's a natural sort of? I mean, you're using like line, right? Like thread. Yeah. Thread. What's so I a need natural version of that? Silk. So silkworm. Silkworm. Or I need silkworm. Alpacas. <laughs> make thread. Could you make it? With their wool? With their wool? Like their the things are like that long. It wouldn't it wouldn't make thread. No. You wouldn't. wouldn't you can just use a single strand of their fur. No. Why not? Uh it's too long. Or it's too short. Too long or too short? Well, it's too long to work 
around a bench and then it's too short because they'll run out and you got to get another oh, one. Double fishermen's. I think, I think yeah, <laughs> you're like tying this together. Tying the alpaca fur <laughs> hair together to make a long enough thread. Yeah. I'm just trying to think how you can do this without any expense, all natural, in your backyard. Because then you never Silk have worms. to be like, oh, that's it. Okay. That's where it is. So, yeah. Hmm. But anyway, so that would be, that would be awesome. But like, I just want to be, and again, it's the whole back to the garage. Got to get the garage organized so that your stuff can be set in one spot and and in drawers. And instead I have bins of stuff. Bins Mm. are fine, but you have to dig through them. It's not organized. It's just thrown in there. Organization would help the activity itself be more expeditiously done. Totally. Because then you could have your area, you could have your thing, all your stuff is there. Yeah. 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 ready to go. And my area, I'm looking at it right now. It's kind of in one spot. It's a mess. It's like feathers everywhere, this material, that material, bobbins of thread, you know, um, just random things, you know, sitting there, sitting over there. Yeah. And it's just kind of a mess because in the moment you're like, well, it's either here or it's in mm. a bin of where I have to dig it out again. It's just a lot of work. It's hard, Aaron. Hard. So much work, so much effort, I'm over it. And I don't really need to, like, tie all of my flies, but I like to – some of them are just not that hard to tie, and it's kind of fun. And, like, yesterday mm. I was fishing, um, and I had two flies that I brought with me that were experiments, and I knew that they were basically my take on a certain pattern or whatever, so I knew they would had a chance. But they totally worked. And Let me guess th- what you did, knowing some of your fly tying recently. Mm. Did you make a woolly Aaron? <laughs> a woolly Aaron, sort of. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, man. I love the Aaron fly. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm sorry to interrupt. You were out fishing. Yeah. And you made your own. <clears throat> well, both of those flies, uh, I, I lost them to the fish. Mm. and But they worked. They right? loved them so much. They said, I'm keeping that. <laughs> they got to keep them. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so I have to retie those. They but were probably like sturgeon or something. They were sturgeon. So yeah. big, just <laughs> take this. <clears throat> yeah, it was great. So, so you need to fun. retie them, but mm-hmm. if you just sat down and tied like twenty, you just have a backup. Totally. But if it's an experiment, you don't want to tie twenty because what if it doesn't work? Yeah, it's a lot of time, effort, material. Ugh. So, I'm not gonna do that. Hmm. So yeah, but okay. anyway. Tie and flies. Tie and flies. Fly and ties. Mm-hmm. Um, I got plan my food and snacks, but I think what I really mean yeah. is purge my snack bins. Mm. And by that, what I mean is not my expired foods per se, because those are fine. Mm-hmm. It's the open foods. It's like things that I have uh, oh. put into other containers for certain trips, right? So one of the things that I'll make is like a... Instant rice and instant beans and taco seasoning mm-hmm. in like a bag, and then just some water and it's instant. You get a pretty good meal, mm-hmm. uh, but that doesn't last forever when it's in Ziploc. So right. that can go bad. Not gotcha. if they if they were sealed or if it's a, you know some sure. canned fish or something. That's good forever, sure. really, is what I think. So, but I plan that. I think about things or I make some like dehydrated fruits. Ooh, that's a cool one. I went over to the neighbors, and they got an apple tree, and so I got a whole bag of apples. We'll make some applesauce, and then I'll dehydrate some fruit. And that's I gotta put that on my list. Do you have? I mean, you can do it in the oven, but do you have dehydrator? No. Okay. 
I just got one of the fairly inexpensive sort of tray ones, and I'll do that pretty regularly. Um, do you have a food saver or some version of yes. a vacuum packer? I so, mean, here's a question. What? Who doesn't have one of those, and what is wrong with those people? <laughs> I have one. I bought it a long time ago, and I think I need a new one because it's, it's mm. starting to not pull vacuum very good. I've noticed my bag quality is the biggest thing that affects that. What do you mean? So, like, if my bag quality is not that good, it won't seal and vacuum and vacuum as well. Are you using off-brand bags? I have. Oh, see, not there's worth your problem. It. There's your problem. And I thought the whole thing was broken, and so I got rid of the off, off-brand bags. Yeah. Back to the high-quality bags, I'm good to go. Yeah. And, I, and I need to clean that thing recently because mine's older, too. Mine's probably yep. 10 years old, yeah. if not more. Yep, same with mine. But those things are the best. Yeah, they're awesome. I don't know how to clean mine anymore. I don't know how to take it apart and get it clean because, I don't know. I guess I could try There's that. like a picture on the back of mine, at least. There's a picture on the back of like how to break it down or unfold Open it. Up. it. Oh. And there's some buttons on there. You unfold it. Then I'll when you unfold it, then you can get in there. Because sometimes you'll get, you know, if you suck out juices of things, yes, if you're right. doing like smoked salmon or you're doing meats for taking a big value package and then putting it down. I'll yeah. do that a ton for my camp trips because I'll buy in bulk mm-hmm. for cheaper and then package it down that when I go, I just grab a frozen pack. Sure. Throw it in a cooler, works as ice. But those meat juices will come out yeah. and stuff. And so that gets caught up in there and then that affects the seal. Sure. Because if you do it and it just sits there, it's all that gunk on the yeah. sealing mechanism, which is the heat thing, and then it doesn't seal it properly right, right. throughout. Yeah. I have a bunch of the, the food saver bags still. Because I was considering, I was talking to a friend about this the other day. It's like, hey, if you were to get a new thing, would you buy a food saver brand or a different brand? And he wants to get a different brand one. I don't remember what it is. But um, I was like, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll look into that. Just to see, because he's already done all the research and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, food saver's fine. He's like, the bags are expensive. And so I look up in my shelf, literally, I think it was yesterday or day before. And I have this huge box of, like, rolls of bags. Mm-hmm. So then it feels like a waste. Like, well, why don't I just buy the food saver brand one? Yeah, you but know? also, too, if you bought a different one, because... It, yeah. Like, I'm you could assuming, use those bags, I'm right? assuming, like, yeah, your friend's name is Consumer Reports, probably, <laughs> right? And if it's he's spelled differently, a resi- but yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pronounced a little differently, yeah. but looks the same. Yeah. Um, if he's giving you a recommendation, you can use those different bags, unless there's specifically oh, okay. the heat and the temperature. The bags are expensive. I buy them in bulk, and it makes it a little better. Right. But I, hmm. I don't know what is... I don't know how, if you had a food saver mm-hmm. or... You used one. Maybe it's just people just don't know. Because I don't know if how if you had one and you used it, you could not love it and find out all well, these uses. Again, for it. people don't. I, I don't know. You're you're uh, probably, weird. Yeah, you're probably cool. not the weird. the norm when it comes to food and food prep and food storage. But what do you do with like you smoke a bowl bun, smoke bunch? Smoke a bowl. Of, smoke a bunch <laughs> of trout. Um, or you smoke a bunch of fish. Yeah, right. You know, like. Most people would put those in a Ziploc and freeze them. And then it would go bad. And in a year, they'll be like, ah, this is bad. Let's throw it out. And they wouldn't bat an eye. It would just be, oh. And that's how when I show up and I try and help them and tell them about the food saver, they think I'm telling them I'm doing it, they're doing it wrong. Probably they that's do. An example or you f- they feel like you're trying to sell them something. <laughs> what are you going to get from this, everybody? Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. Because I see that a lot with vacuum or just freezer bags. Yeah. Well, I'm know. telling you, 
the world needs people like you, but we know. don't always welcome you. I don't know. No, it's, <laughs> I, you know? And I only speak a fraction of what I think, so I don't know. Hmm. But I love the vacuum sealer. What were we talking about? Food dehydrating. Yeah, food dehydrating. Yeah, so I take pears, do that, and then vacuum seal them. Yeah, I love that idea. I think it's awesome. Did you put it on your list? I did. I just put it on my list. Sweet. Yep. Plan food and snacks. Yep. So my my list is of of things that are indoorsy about the outdoors is basically done because I don't have tons that I do. Um, I would say this, though. Uh, two things. Well, first of all, I would say it's also cabining season. Cabining. Mm-hmm. Yep. So rent the beach house, go in the oh. horrible weather where it's just sideways rain. Yeah. I love that. Amy loves that. Me too. Just like where you're like, no, nah, we're going to stay inside, you know, and the fire's going and, and maybe you bundle up for a walk down the beach and then you come back and you just get cozy up again. Yeah. Maybe have like a social nap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Things that your that your friends teach you how to do. <laughs> I love that too because I in the off season mm-hmm. you can get great weather, and it's great. You can, or you yeah. can have lousy weather. Yeah, and it's great. Mm-hmm. It's consistently great because there's not as many people. Yeah. Well, and even if you don't leave the cabin or whatever, it's just a different feel. Maybe you bring a bunch of board games or card games or stuff mm-hmm. that you maybe you just want to read. But it's a different. It's different when you go away. You're outside your house, which means you don't have the the things that nag you when you're like, oh, I should actually, I, you know, I feel guilty reading mm-hmm. a book right now because yeah. I should actually be doing this or that because I'm home, you know. But when you in, in, on purpose or intentionally go away, mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. You're reading a book. You're relaxing. You're eating with friends or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say just kind of like why I tend to try and be intentional about getting to places where my phone don't doesn't work mm-hmm. because then it prevents you from even thinking like, oh, I should be checking my phone or I should check in on right. this sort of thing. It's right. just like not an option. Yeah. Yeah. Not at the house. No chores. Yeah. I love I don't know. I love going to the, the coast a um, couple times a year. And because I think for me, it's like every time I go, I'm like, man, I want to come here more. But at the same time, after, you know, three or four days, I'm like, man, living at the coast would be at least the Oregon coast. Um, it, it's just like windy all the mm. time. It's not it's frequently cold. Wet, it's wet all the time. Salt. Everything's salty. Yeah. You know, it's just like, man, it kind of wears on you. Yeah. So well, now once we get through all the chores, all the to do's, I the only extra thing I have here on my list is. To nap and read and read old magazines. Nice. Love that. Yeah. Stoke a fire. Yeah. Grab a book. Yeah. Grab a blanket. Totally. Just slow it down. Love it. Rest. Hibernate. Is Ren- that what, that's renewal. what you should write. Hibernate. Hibernate. Mm-hmm. I had a day like that a couple weekends ago where I was just like, shut the drapes, shut it down, no inputs from the world. Mm-hmm. So, indoorsy, outdoorsy things. Yep. That's pretty cool. I like it. It's almost that season. Almost. Not quite. Super close. So. All right. Well, that's it. I think we did it, right? Cool. We did it. Let's go. Thanks for listening. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with a friend. Email us with questions or topic ideas at breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. 
And if we use your topic, we'll even send you a sticker to say thanks. Check us out at patreon.com slash breaking camp and join the Breaking Camp family today. Now get outside and have some fun. Mm-hmm.